tuning in to our podcast, Salt and Light, where we'll cover foundational principles for being a disciple of Jesus Christ. Enjoy this episode with ears to hear and hearts that listen. So let's go check the facts with your host, also known as my dad, Casey Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome out to another episode of Salt and Light Assembly, where we correct genetically altered Christianity and we replace it with a firm foundation for a relationship with Christ. Now, as you may have realized from the title, we're still not talking about the tithe yet from our prosperity series, because God's laid something else on my heart. So for you guys that are just holding on and waiting, just wait a little bit longer. This episode is going to be very similar to last week where it's really off the cuff, just what God has laid on my heart and what he's been revealing to me so far. And what he's been revealing to me so far is wisdom. Not like God is downloading wisdom into my brain. I have to actually work for it and study for it. But the concept of wisdom versus foolishness. Last week, we reflected on my year of 2021 a little bit. And there was some wisdom that tied all of that year together that God revealed to me. This year, my wife and I are going through the book of Proverbs, uh, trying to do a chapter a day and then discussing it together um, at nighttime when we come back together to see what God has laid on her heart and what God's been laying on my heart. And I realized that Proverbs chapter 1 through Proverbs chapter 9, I believe it is, 8 or 9, is all about wisdom. I mean, Solomon doesn't even get into his Proverbs until after like chapter nine. Until then, it's all about, you know, wisdom, how important wisdom is. Listen to your father, son. Listen to the words that I say. Take this wisdom. Take this understanding. And it really seems like as I'm reading through it, that wisdom is an allegory for God as well. Now, some theologians might disagree with me on that. And to you, I say, I really don't care. This is how, it was, uh, this is how my spirit came up with it. Wisdom is that important to your relationship with Christ, because to be wise is very important. To me, wisdom is acting upon what I understand and the knowledge that I have. So if I don't have the knowledge, I can't act on it in the first place, so I'm not really doing things wisely. I'm kind of just throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping that it sticks without knowledge. So that's the beginning of wisdom. Actually, the beginning of wisdom, according to Scripture, is the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, which means gaining the knowledge that you should fear the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. But without understanding what that knowledge means, you'll never be able to fully get to wisdom itself. I'll try to help you with an an analogy real quick. If I'm going to bake a cake, I can know what the recipe says that I need as far as ingredients are concerned. And I can put all the ingredients out and put it all just perfect. But if I don't follow the instructions, which the instructions are the understanding of the knowledge of the ingredients and how to mix them together, and I just start throwing everything at whatever uh, amount I want to into a bowl, what are the chances that a good tasting cake is going to come out of the oven after I bake it? I would say slim to none. So it takes knowledge, yes, to gain wisdom, but it takes the understanding of that knowledge for wisdom to really flourish. If you try to use knowledge without gaining the understanding, 
then you're going to look foolish. So foolishness is using knowledge without understanding. Now, wisdom is using knowledge with understanding. And to be honest with you, this ties back all the way back to the Garden of Eden, Adam and Eve. God's original intent for mankind was for us to walk with him in the garden like Adam and Eve did and talk with him in the cool of the day. What do you think Adam and God talked about? I'm almost certain, I don't have scriptures to back this up, but to me, I believe, my opinion, is that Adam was asking God questions and talking to him about his day. And in turn, God was giving knowledge to Adam about different things about the day. But not only giving Adam the knowledge, God was giving Adam the understanding at the same time he gave Adam the knowledge so that Adam would be able to act upon what God had told him in the previous day. Acting on wisdom, the wisdom of God. So you have Adam and you have Eve and they're in the garden and God put a tree of knowledge in the garden. Now, people have tried to correct me. Say, oh, it's the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Mm, actually, go back and restudy the original Hebrew. Because if you do go back and you re research the original Hebrew, you'll see that, that phrase, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Good and evil is actually an adjective describing the tree of knowledge. So technically what the scripture is saying, God put in the garden the tree of knowledge. By the way, knowledge can be good or evil. So God puts that tree in the center of the garden to give Adam and Eve a choice. This is where free will comes in. God gave Adam and Eve a choice. Look, you can continue to walk with me in the garden, in the cool of the day, and I can give you the knowledge with understanding. Or you can disobey me and eat of the tree of knowledge and gain knowledge. You just won't have the understanding that goes along with it. The serpent comes, he deceives Eve, Eve eats of the tree of knowledge, and then she turns around and hands it to Adam, and Adam eats of the tree of knowledge, and then at that point, their eyes are opened. They have gained knowledge and the ability to perceive knowledge, but they realized they were naked, and they didn't have the understanding that being naked's okay. This is just the way God designed you. What are you embarrassed about? Are you embarrassed in the fact that you're naked? Are you more embarrassed at the fact that you disobeyed God and now you have a, a knowledge of what disobedience means? Eve ate from the fruit of knowledge and without understanding that came along with that knowledge, she made a foolish act. Adam ate of the tree of knowledge without the understanding and it was counted as foolishness. I say it was counted as foolishness because foolishness uh, leads to sin and sin leads to death. So you can say foolishness leads to death. Using knowledge without understanding can lead you to death, not wisdom. But through God's grace, he sent his son to die on a cross and to be resurrected on the third day so that you and I could both gain the knowledge and have the relationship with God so that he can give us knowledge through his word and through different teachers and different preachers that are firmly rooted in God's word so that we could have the understanding of what God wants us to understand in the time that God wants us to understand it. And we can use that as wisdom in our lives to prevent us 
from tasting death. Now, some people might try to come against what I just said and get offended and be like, hey, Casey, everybody dies. Uh, no. Everybody doesn't die. And I'm not talking about the two uh, in the Old Testament that didn't die and God took them up to heaven. I'm saying that if you believe in Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross, rose on the third day, and that he's seated at the right hand of the Father, and that through him and through the actions of what he did, you now have eternal life because you accepted Jesus Christ. Eternal life is the opposite of death. Like you heard me say last week about my mom. My mom, on Tuesday, December 28th, changed clothes and accepted the keys to her mansion in heaven. And she's walking around with Jesus right now. Why, do I, why did I say change clothes? Because this body is just a flesh suit. When you come to the saving grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ and that understanding, and you walk in that wisdom, your spirit becomes alive. You're no longer spiritually dead. This flesh might die one day if Jesus doesn't come back before this body dies. So your flesh might die, but your spirit's still alive. The essence of who you are is still alive. There is no death for you. Now, if you reject Jesus, you are already headed to hell in the first place. That had nothing to do with anything God did. That's your choice. You chose hell. Might be a hard teaching. Tough luck. God doesn't send people to hell. We're born headed to hell and spiritually dead. That's the way it is. Agree with me, disagree with me, I don't care. So death is not a concept for the believer. As believers in Jesus Christ, we need to walk in love. But we can't walk in love until we understand what love is. And we can't understand what love is until we gain the knowledge of what love is. And we gain the knowledge by talking and having communication with God the Father himself through Jesus Christ, walking boldly into the throne room of grace with our brother Jesus Christ by our side. So build your relationship with Jesus. Dig into Scripture. Dig into the Word of God. Take in as many godly sermons as you can. If you don't know who's teaching truth and who's not teaching truth, get in the Bible and learn what truth is for yourself. Gain that knowledge and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal that knowledge to you. Then pray that the Holy Spirit gives you the understanding of what you learned. That way you can walk in a proper, righteous relationship with Jesus Christ in wisdom and not some of the foolishness that I've seen in church for far too long. Walk in wisdom and you'll walk in love. Walk in wisdom and you're walking in the relationship with Jesus Christ. His ways are above our ways. His thoughts are greater and higher than our thoughts. So why not ask him what he's thinking and just try to mimic what he does? That's all for this week, guys. Lord, open the ears and open the eyes of every person that listened to this podcast today. Guide them in your knowledge and give them your understanding so that they can all walk in wisdom and learn how to have that relationship with you that you already desire to have with them. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, have a wonderful week. Stay tuned for next week's podcast. I have no idea what it's going to be yet. I'm just going to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Until then, 
Be bold, be strong, and be blessed.